going to discuss air for the second time. Every month we will be going into great depth to discuss what is going on with nature, the elements, and who we are and how this applies to us, what we should understand about these things that are never spoken about to us. But we'll begin tonight, are you ready to begin? We're going to begin with a very short meditation to put you in the right elevation for the talk. So if you will prepare yourself to be quieted. This is very short. It is less than 12 minutes. And I recommend that every, all of you who visit the monthly talks or get them online, that you spend 30 days in each talk, in my meditation every morning, and then archive it because each time in four or five more months, we'll come back to it and expand your information about it. So, if we're ready, we're going to dim the lights here. A little meditational light that's a little dark for meditation. <laughs> we all have a dimmer. <laughs> okay, they can still see. Everything's good. You'll relax. Air solution. Come here each day, every 24-hour cycle. Meditate and become quiet with the living consciousness of air. Our language is directly connected to the truth. It is instigated from our own DNA. The truth is hidden within plain sight within the words. The word breathing spells eat thing which speaks to the true reality that air is an essential living conscious nutrient to take in to eat to give us strength and vitality not only in the physical oxygenation process of the muscles and organs, blood and tissue, not only the mental interface with the brain and the connection to the universe through the endocrine system, also the spirit within the spirit receives the aspects to adhere to the plan while in the body. Just knowing this allows us to ride the air upon the breath to places never experienced before. To begin to take in more of life, more deeply, to bring in the oxygen to our tissues and feel with the inhalation of air and its direct benefit to enliven our blood and clean 
As we inhale, there is a restful pulling to growth, an expansion, and then a holding to a level of fullness and satisfaction, and then an exhalation, the experience of freedom, of letting go, of pushing ever so gently, yet with precision to reach the moment of relaxation, the moment that allows us to enter its next cycle. So we can inhale the oxygen to clear and clean our organs, to pull to growth and expansion, and then hold to the level of fullness, and then the exhalation, the experience of the freedom of letting go, of pushing just the right amount to receive the moment of relaxation that enters the next cycle where we can inhale and fill our lungs and lift them through the gentle pulling of growth and expansion and then the holding to the perfect levels of fullness and satisfaction. And then the exhalation, the experience of the freedom to reach the moment of relaxation, the moment that enters the next cycle. And then we breathe again. Only this time we breathe into our pores of our skin. We open the pores and pull to growth, to expansion, to the holding of the level of fullness and satisfaction. And then the exhalation, the experience of freedom of letting go, of reaching the moment of relaxation before we enter the next cycle. And then we breathe into our entire system, the rejuvenation, the pulling to growth, the expansion, and then the holding to the level of full satisfaction and then the exhalation, the experience of freedom, of letting go, and pushing ever so gently, and yet precisely to reach the moment of pure relaxation, the moment that allows us to enter the next cycle. Then, we breathe again. This time we breathe in the spirit 
that lifts us towards elevation, pulling to growth and expansion. The inhalation of holding to the level of fullness and satisfaction until we reach the point of exhalation, the experience of freedom, the letting go, the relaxation, and then the next cycle. There is within this electron exchange, a cosmic explosion, a moment of creation, an opportunity to create something new with the air consciousness. Let us bring our attention to our own breath. Our breathing reflects our emotions and the mental landscape that reflects our internal discipline, which affects our external world. So now we will inhale the breath of pleasantness and exhale the irritation. Shall we inhale the breath of vitality and exhale the malaise and the depressed thoughts? Shall we inhale well-being and exhale the anxiety and fear. Within the respiration, we are, as the word would say, re-spirited or re-spiritation to achieve the inspiration. So we respirate to re-spiritate, to achieve inspiration, to break the looped pattern of humanity that is destroying itself in all aspects of itself through the pollution of the air, through the pollution of the children, through the pollution of the land, and the trees. Breathe in the new thought and the power to break through to a higher level of thinking, to the thoughts that call to action self-preservation, the thoughts that collapse the old toxic patterns of suicide, of self and planet. We have a choice. Breathe in the possibility of freedom and the responsibility that that brings with it. Breathe in the thoughts of flexibility and support of all of life, which is your life. Breathe in 
and call forward the new idea that we are one with the air and all of nature. Breathe in and call for your awakening. Awaken within the understanding that we have a choice. Breathe in the freedom that exists for just the apprehension of it. We do not need to be paralyzed with the fear of life. Breathe in free choice and freedom. We are, in fact, the blowers of our own winds, of our own destiny. We can choose freedom. Breathe. In Lakesh and Veritas. So I'm calling back all of the wind, calling it back. Are you all warm in here? Are you comfortable? Is the temperature all right? It got very warm for a moment. This is a meditation at just at 12 minutes that if you could do it each day would bring you to a new level of frequency as you breathe in the creative energy and think the thoughts that are being said, this is a game changer if you choose to do it. So today, we talk about air for the second time. Four months ago, I spoke about air when I was in Chicago. And um, those of you who have not heard that, that is on the YouTube channel, that particular uh, classes on the YouTube channel. Air is considered to be just dead combinations of non-living gases. 78.9% nitrogen, 20.95% oxygen, 0.93% aragon, and 0.04 carbon dioxide and small amounts of other gases and variable amounts of water vapor on the average about 1%. A random coal mingling that accidentally turns the key in the ignition of breath for all of life. Okay, so it's not dead. It's not random. It's not an accident. Without oxygen, the animals and the people would die. Without the carbon dioxide, the plants cannot survive. Air is the transportation, the delivery system, and the mortal evidence for humanity's dishonorable, painfully primitive, technological triumphs in planetary disasters with fossil fuels, oil spills, oil fires, cars, nuclear power plants, pesticides, electronic waste, 
smog, the hydrogen bombs, the atomic bombs, Agent Orange. These are to name a few of the low lights in our dark age that we live in. The prevailing worldview is resistant, arthritic, even calcified in its lack of willingness to acknowledge or give validity to awareness of the invisible and the unseen in our world. It is the unseen air, the spiritual delivery system through which life itself is carried. But think for a moment, wherever you are, it is permeated with air. It is completely filled. It would be, you would have to plan to get away from it. You would have to do extraordinary things. It is life and we are unaware of it. We don't ever even consider it. So may I introduce you to air. This is air, intangible, transient, insubstantial, elusive, evasive, and the universal in visible presence of divine will. To be life, to infuse into living consciousness the power of life. Air is all pervasive, upholding the inescapable, ever encompassing thrust to live. Did you feel it? Air is the reason for breath in its natural state. We cannot touch, feel, or smell the air. It surrounds us as an unseen, non-physical, physical sign of the unseen power of the divine. Our conscious bodies are established in truth and will not obey the command, no matter how emphatic, to stop breathing. You can hold your breath and hope you turn blue, but it is likely that your body will not agree with you. To stop breathing, taking in the life-giving air, the body becomes, when you give it that command, so discombobulated at the request. In many cases, it faints first because it's like, how can I do that when my prime directive is to live? I know you're in charge, but I just can't compute. I'll just say. <laughs> so it will, in many cases, it will, you will faint first or just give up trying to enforce the edict to refuse air. The authority from which the prime directive comes to the body cannot be overruled by us or our bodies. 
we cannot stop or will ourselves to disobey the law to live in that way. By holding our breath, most of us cannot hold our breath for more than about 80 seconds. Our bodies do serve us and obey us faithfully. However, as it relates to breathing air, we cannot override the program to breathe. <laughs> to breathe in air. The impulse to end our breath must develop into a premeditated act and be so confirmed by our will that it is the only way it may be satisfied. You have to go do something to yourself or arrange something or think about it. You can't impulsively stop breathing by request, although our bodies are obedient. The trees are part of this discussion because they are the life form that brought about the selfless contribution to life here on earth. And they are still here preparing highly efficient and, and effective, productive, and wonderful delivery system for clean air for all of those on the planet to breathe. It has been greatly hampered by the relentless and savage killing of the forest and the tree populations. Half of the oxygen on our planet is released into the water, phytoplankton. The other half is produced as photosynthesis on land by trees and plant life. All of it is in danger. The wanton and criminal acts against the universe or the law to live is what is taking place. Air is the most elementary prerequisite for life to be. There is no life without air. Air's relevance cannot be overstated. We are diminished and made less by our blindness and our determined effort to unsee the clear and evident reality that is crucial to our own lives and all life on the planet. Let us rally to the desire to protect and respect the air. Let us be the ones who do this. The air is sentient. The air is divine. It is a life form and has locked within it knowledge of layers and levels of power to offer those who seek the truth. We may call upon the power and the protection possible for one who is in appropriate relationship with the air. Air has purpose and its purpose is to contribute to all of life as its truth and its reward. Air literally gives us everything and deserves our respect, our gratitude, and our protection. Air is the element of intelligent beginnings. It is without permanent form. 
It is the unseen switch, the light action. Life may take place now because air is in play. It doesn't happen that way without air. <coughs> this enables coexistence, binding the vital, essential life-sustaining properties. The order of creation of life came from life and is best supported by life in the same way that the life within our bodies is best supported by us taking in life as food. Eating death, embalming death with preservatives, which preserve you as you become dead or processed facsimiles of life may temporarily continue life on a slippery slope sliding into quicksand of disease. It is inevitable. Eating life promotes more life in the living body. This is a sustainable model. Life and death are two sides of the same coin. Air is an example of the same principle. Air is living consciousness with the power to give physical form, dynamism, and in-spirit rations, like army rations, in-spirit rations, through inhalation. <laughs> the physical laws distance death from life in the various stages of decay. It follows that the more distant our living organism is from life, the closer it is to death and decay. The distance between our body's ability to take in living air is quite short indeed. Even the world champion breath holders have achieved only, according to the World Book of Guinness World Records, 22 minutes and 22 seconds in 2012. 22 minutes. Most of us would not last that long. The interface is so immediate and critical and pertinent, it is a matter of minutes of separation from air that may end us, end our physical experience. Air is one of the primary living conscious nutrients along with the living form water and the living form sun. It is the inhalation of spiritual energetic force, the interface between spiritual and physical. It is the life form that literally initiates the breath, a calls forward our breath to support us through all of life. Air animates us. We are intimately integrated in the shared experience of air, with all of life, informed by air itself. We are one with each other through our breath. I inhale what you exhale, which is informed by what you think, feel, and are. We share each other through air. It is in Lakesh. We are one. There is no escaping it. 
air is an opportunity to have all other things. It is a necessary ingredient. Our reverence for air should be in direct proportion to this reality. I thank you, air. There is not even a close second in importance to the preservation of physical life. Air has weight and mass. Air is a carrier of aspects that are lighter than air itself. Some examples of those are frequencies, messages, coding, music, pollution, nutrients, contaminants, disease, thoughts, smoke, seeds, and pollen. As with all things, the cleanliness of the air, the better the air is for us. The more we understand, cherish, and protect the air, the better and the greater the benefit to humanity and all life on Earth. Air is the active element of inhalation of spiritual energetic force and conscious, it's the conscious conduit between the spiritual and the physical. It is the breath of air that literally animates us, becomes part of us, and then is inevitably shared with all of the world. When you think about this, it should change your view of the thing you never think about, the air. We introduce you to air so that you may apprehend this opportunity to be in relationship with the living intelligence that is so intimately connected to us, yet completely ignored, dismissed, and abused on such a grand scale such an enormous sin against life as to threaten our ability to breathe or to, as the word breathe would say, be earth. The truth is in the language. It's in the words. We can't avoid it. Even if we ignore it, if we say the word, we're saying it. Many countries are already so polluted the residents have to wear mass to clean the air. China, it's as commonplace. India, Iran, Japan, Africa, and Saudi Arabia are the top places. While investigating new inventions, which is something I do often, I found a brand new invention called Breeze, B-R-E-A-Z-E. This is the new Breeze mask, a comfortable breathing mask that, that uh, cleans the air. It is adjustable and attractive. It's a breath mask that advantages the wearer by being transparent so that the wearer's face may be seen while others are looking pleasantly while filtered air is it being experienced instead of the air that is available wherever you happen to 
I was very taken by that. That this is a new invention, air mass. And so then I started to look and see how many countries are people every day wearing masks. And how often do we see this? It's not completely unheard of for us to see it here because the respiratory illnesses are so great. But I thought that was interesting. And for anyone who's interested, the Breeze mask will be available soon <laughs> with its pleasant, transparent view of your face which is all important. In a world where the air has been purposely made unbreathable through denial, ignorance, greed, and microsight, not only the inability to see into the near future, however, the lack of alarm in the face of something equal to the fiery erupting lava bombs that are being spewed out of the volcanoes in Hawaii, that evident because of the dead and dying from air pollution in so many forms, no one is being alarmed. Although there's bombs going off, people are dying, children can't breathe, people can't live. There are no walls to keep the air from South America or Japan from us. This is a globe. This the earth is pretty much round. So if Fukushima has radiation, two months later, our pastures, our cows, and our milk has radiation. It is not their problem. We do not have to be victims to what happens to our air. The air solution is to comprehend that air is living with consciousness, a living form, and that it is suffering from the garbage and poison and the brain scrambling premeditated attempted suicide we are all participating in. We cannot escape our responsibility to be what happens in this world, as we are this world, what is exhaled is all that is available to be inhaled. There isn't anything else unless we make the conscious choice. We can think our inhalation into the proper will and action to develop responsibility towards our own experience. In humans, the growing suicide phenotype may show itself to be one of aggressiveness and impulsive behaviors, not unlike what we see commonly with behavior across the board with humans of being aggressive and impulsive. This may be one of the reasons why we can't hold our breath because we might be aggressive and impulsively decide to hold our breath until we turn blue. So it was already taken care of in that way. So we see this in the living consciousness of the earth, which is literally our physical self. So if we look at the planet, if we were to lay out all of the land and water, 
we could equate it to the same experience as the human body because we are of the earth. The earth is like the human body. It has a respiratory system. It has a brain. It has places where the, the water runs through and carries the messages. This is not a stretch. This is a literal reality that we, everything we are comes from the planet. All the elements and that make the body are part of the living earth. Only life can make, only a living life can make a living life. So this is what we are the result of, but we don't recognize that. Now we are noticing that in our air, the airplanes are falling out of the sky. Have you seen the news lately? Airplanes are falling out of the sky on a regular basis. Birds are falling out of the sky, out of the air. The toxins are filling our lungs and we and the air need to be free. The air tells us that there are weaponized frequencies that have been released into the air and they are at critical levels. The air has said to me that the human body may have to be redesigned, augmented to survive, to accommodate the level of human pollution, man-made pollution. The air solution is inhale, Recognize that we are not the only living conscious beings that are have value on the planet. We are not the only intelligent ones. Mm -hmm. What we do not love, what we do not respect, what we do not protect will move away from us. That is the law. It applies across the board. It also applies to the air. It will move away from us. We should exhale so that we will not be without it. We should exhale that we will develop the will to protect our air or us. It is the same. It is in Lakesh. We can be in relationship with the consciousness of air. Go to the meditation. Call for the air. What you call for will show up. The consciousness of air will come to you. And if you want, you can be in conversation with the air as an intelligent living form or you can be an ally. Do the meditation for 30 days. Become familiar with this understanding. Ask to deepen your understanding of communion and know that if the air is diminished, we are diminished. When you exhale, Exhale an inoculated level of air. 
that you have inoculated with your love and concern. Exhale that into the world. And then the air's slavery will end and our freedom will begin. In Lakesh. In Veritas. Everyone's in thought. <laughs> we will take questions if anyone has any on this topic first and then any others if there are any. Does anyone have anything who's online who would like to speak? Anybody on the phone conference, can you see everything? Anyone here who has anything to say about this experience? Yes. So if we're in communion with the air and we're in conversation, is it possible to ask the air to purify itself for us? Or just by thinking fondly of it, it will purify and will be reciprocated? The contamination is widespread, but the space that you are in, you can be command of. You can be in command of the air around you. And you can ask that you have clean air. So few humans acknowledge the living conscious form that this, is, this possibility eludes them. If you speak and you call for any of the living consciousness, they will show up. So if you call for this, you can have what you are thinking back. Mm -hmm. And if you are thinking for the air to be clean, the air that you breathe will be clean. Yes. So this is similar to what you've shared when it comes to interacting with water, asking it to awaken that we have the ability to actually communicate and it respond to our requests. We are it. We have not only the ability, we are air. We are water. It is in Lakesh. It is our ignoring or ignorance of the food and the elements that leaves it soulless and powerless. When we interact, we awaken and enliven it and its power comes forward. The masters in the Orient taught about the air. We have lost that. They worked with the air. You've seen me do it. You can work with the power of the air. It's a very real thing. But it's not known here because we think we're in charge of everything and we don't need to take care of it. It's too big of a job, too much to do. But you can start with you and the space you are in. And you can start being in communion with all of nature. This way, you do not have to be terrified of nature. If there's a tornado coming, you'll be like, what's your name? <laughs> I am one who knows. Where should I be when you hit? Should I be at my house or somebody else's? And the storms have often told us, as all of you who listen often know, we know where to go because we are directed. It doesn't matter where you are, you will always be in the right space if you're talking to nature. N nature doesn't need to get rid of the few who know the truth. <laughs> you know, it's just not necessary. And nature is not 
uh, wasteful. What you see nature doing is cleaning what needs to be cleaned. We here at Of The Sun are clearers. We are in harmony with what the na with nature is doing and we are in touch with nature. Anyone else have a question? Or thought? You have something? <laughs> Did anyone have an experience while you were listening to the meditation or to the talk? Did anything open in your head or yes. something opened in your head? Something definitely opened in my head. Just breathing the we want to we want to get you on like so the people. During the meditation of air, um, something definitely in my within my brain there was a block dissolved and I elevated and it was very comfortable that I was like, okay, well, the next breath's going to come. And it just went to the same elevation. Right. And then that became the new norm frequency breath thought. Yes. Level. And it can continue to be that if you continue to hold the thought. Don't fall back into what humanity thinks of being everything being nothing but humanity. Nothing matters. Only humanity. Only the, the need to achieve money. This building was covered in trees. All of them have been removed callously. And even the things in the back of the building that were on fences and bamboo that wasn't even near anything, everything has been removed. Because, and we live in a place where there's very few trees. We, we don't have the advantage of the, having lots of trees to make air here in Florida. And, this um, building was raped <laughs> because the fire department said it was a fire hazard. So that's why the building is no longer clothed. This is uh, the thinking of the world. Even though we live in a place that doesn't have many trees. So there's no acknowledgement that we need the trees. The trees had to come first to make the air so we could come here and be alive. So if you cut down all the trees or you burn them up, there's no air. So we as property clearers, we are dedicating ourselves selflessly to clearing the trees, the rocks and the mountains because we were bought here selflessly. Nobody paid our parents to have us. It is appropriate that we continue the process and it is the only way that the world will recover. It is important that we learn the difference between being selfless and selfish. Our world is a selfish place. All the decisions are the wrong decisions if they're only for you. The way the universe does a thing is everyone benefits. So, the air benefits, the trees benefits, the water benefits, the fish benefit. That's how we should be thinking. Everything we do, everything should benefit from it. It shouldn't be that it benefits me, but it kills all the fish. It benefits me, but then the air is contaminated. But I can leave the country where I contaminated the air. I can leave the Agent Orange there. I can leave the... Um, 
Hiroshima bombs in Hiroshima or Nagasaki. But the planet still has been traumatized, not unlike the tree that was removed from the building. Is in trauma. We've been in triage with her. Now she doesn't want to come back out. And she shouldn't. Right. Anyone else have any thoughts or anything you'd like to share? Yes. yes. The picture that you just painted was uh, me, 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 me. <laughs> Be heard. <laughs> the the picture that you painted regarding the the importance of air, the interconnectedness, and how it serves all life, and you know that this aspect once it's contaminated, it affects all life, all living things on the planet. That's uh, one of the major things that stood out. Uh, again, it's pushing this idea of interconnectedness and to observe that. And um, second. I had the joy of editing the meditation, so I heard it earlier, and uh, just like Laura said, it, a switch turned on, you know, it, you move into the awareness of, wow, you, you really see just how important this aspect of air is, and how it's everywhere, so I'm walking down the street like, oh my gosh, like, air is literally everywhere the awareness of it is just different in that it's intelligent and then the connection with the trees it's, it's like you know a thing but then you move into a higher level of awareness of it it, it becomes a relationship and you're like oh how can i work with this because it's in such abundance you know so it it has really shifted uh, there's other things too breath of fire meditation for those who don't know about the breath of fire, this is a meditation that once you start property clearing, we have you do the breath of fire every day. It's a 20 minute rigorous breathing exercise that brings the body and the brain and the spirit into alignment and it protects you. Huh. Completely, after three months of doing this exercise, the field around the body becomes so uh, luminous, that it operates as an additional immune system, pushing out anything that is not for life, not for elevation. It pushes it out. It is its own protection. And then as we recommend, when you speak to your food and you awaken your water and you eat the cultured vegetables, you become luminous. And you don't have to worry about protection unless you're still not thinking properly. Then it's all self-sabotage, but it's not external. And it's, that's a free will choice. Yes, yeah, so breath of fire rocks. Yes. <laughs> um, there, there are things that are exclusive to the level two class that I see deeper. Oh, that's why that works. And, uh, you know, this, this is amazing. Just being able to see the intelligence of this element is, is shifting me. So I'm looking forward to doing more of the meditation. This is so, this is the second class that I'm doing on air. It is such an enormous topic that I could teach on this for many years. The 
what you said is the just the amount of air that exists that if you became in uh, relationship in communion with that the possibilities are endless of what could happen because it's so much of it and it's everywhere and it's inside of everything so this would be an ally of great support at least i find that to be the case so yes i just want to articulate an experience that just happened um sitting here and i was reflecting on not necessarily question, but it was going to be a very direct question of how to use air to protect self. And then actually just came out of your mouth and you're like, oh, breath of fire. This is what you do. I'm like, That's why I'm here. That's the information that feels very comfortable of this part that I was seeking. And I appreciate that. And this is what of the sun, people come to of the sun because they want to have power. They want to have protection. And this is a safe place where that can happen. This is appropriate. You are beings of power who should be able to protect yourselves. This is an appropriate experience. This is not you stepping outside of where you should be. This is who you should be. You are the great intelligences that voluntarily came to this planet to end this suffering. That is who you are. So at some point, you have to start getting your training. At some point, you have to start knowing who you are. At some point, you have to know you can protect yourself and anybody else. Yes. It does not matter where a person is. If I can protect them next to me, I can protect them anywhere. If you can command the elements to move forward, and do what your will is, you can do it from wherever you are. These barriers about these pretend walls, these illusion and delusion, that there's walls between one place and another, or that someone has more power in one place or another, this is illusion and delusion that I encourage you to send away from you to the mass clearing. We have a mass clearing coming up. You are all free to jettison all of your illusion, delusion, fears, and anything else that doesn't serve you, we will be happy to take it so that it can evolve into something greater and better and be more like. That's what we do. We will not punish it. We'll take it with honor and respect and improve it by putting it through the process the universe has already designed for it. <laughs> we have somebody giving us all of it. <laughs> That's right. This is the right place. Just think of us as uh, the suppository for all of your things that don't serve you. <laughs> Anyone else have anything you'd like to talk about tonight? Yes. I have another one uh, that hit home the idea that air is a form of nourishment. It's, I've never looked at it like that. You know, Absolutely. I'm taking it in all day long and it's keeping me alive. It's sustaining me. Breathing, eat thing, 
yeah. breathing inside of the language. The secret is in the language. The truth is in the language. Eat, eat. You eat air. Breathing is the act of eating the air. Yes. It seems so clear, doesn't it? But we didn't know it, did we? It seems so obvious, but we aren't looking at the truth of what's obvious because our world makes us always think it's nothing. It's contaminated in that place. Don't go there. As if there's a wall between there and here. There is no wall. What you, your toxic thought that you exhale pollutes my air. Unless my elevated thoughts don't permit it. And they don't. You may send your toxic thoughts to the mass clearing, not to me. <laughs> or send them to me and I will send them to the mass clearing. <laughs> line up to the left. <laughs> That's where they're going. This is how you should be thinking. Someone directs a thought to you like, oh, I got a place for you and it is not with me. <laughs> it is not in my brain and tossing and turning on my pillow tonight. It's going to the mass clearing above the sun. Evolve. Be free. Go to the mass clearing. This is, this is your freedom. We are here to make sure that people understand that you have been enslaved and you can be free. You just have to choose it. Just like what was just said that Tabara said, I didn't recognize that air was a nutrient. It is as if the truth has been hidden from us all of our lives. We're thinking we don't need to take in clean air. We just need to eat Cheerios. You know, we just need Twinkies. We, we don't need air. We don't have to go anywhere where the air is clean. We just need to, you know, have whatever the newest thing on the internet says, you know. We need to get some things that cost a lot and they're in capsules. <laughs> Anyone else? Everyone looks so thoughtful. Yes, let's see. So, Okay, the, I want to make sure we're here yet. The whole idea of like, I know fasting is not necessarily like appropriate for the body, but this whole idea of being a breathitarian, people have actually done that and lived off just the air. Is that because the air is nourishment or is it more, there's more to that, I feel like, but. The, um, the possibility of doing that has to be achieved through the discipline of being in the appropriate elevation. Mm. And you would have to be in touch with the sun to get the necessary colors, which are also nutrients. You'd have to be able to, even if you research it and you look at the sun gazing websites or you read Yasmin's works where she's written her books about that, even at that, you're, this is a person who is practicing being in communion with the sun so that they also have those nutrients because what is there there is sun there is air there is water and there is earth so you would have it, it at the level of normal western contamination it is not possible and the people who yes me who is the repertory who writes all the book 
several people have died who tried to do that. And there was a woman in her 40s who died just a few years ago, and there was a big story about it. I have to study this. I'm familiar with it. There are people who, um, if you read some of the reading that I've recommended on the website, if you read uh, Ringing Cedars, then there is there are people who are in existence now, who are in isolated areas where there's clean, cleanliness and lots of trees, who have achieved this. And there is even someone who has been documented in India who um, doctors have looked at and he um, doesn't eat or drink. But it is rare and uh, to achieve that without the proper thinking and in the environment of such toxicity, without understanding what's alive and what's not. We don't know what's alive and what isn't. Sustenet, the new product, is alive, but you wouldn't know that if I didn't tell you and you weren't a student. Mm -hmm. Rain is alive. DNA salt is alive. Sun and sea coffee is alive. They have been infused and awakened from the base of the DNA. That's why they don't, the ingredients are relevant, but that's not all we're talking about when we're looking at the products. We're not looking at just the ingredients. We're looking at how the ingredients have received and awakened to the energy and what has happened to it afterwards. That's why the Uriel rugs only work for people who work with us because they're intelligent and they're alive and they can choose not to. <laughs> and they do choose not to when a person is not thinking properly. So this is something very important to know. This is the same with the idea of all of the products, the vibration spray, which is a conscious living water, can ground you like the earth can. If you spray vibration, and many of you know this, you can think what you want it to do and it'll go do it. So if you're back hurts, you can think my back is, is hurting, would you relieve the pain and it'll go away. You'll, or you can think, I have a heart warmer, would you work on this every time I spray? And every time you'll get a little bit of healing. You could say, I'm off balance and I need grounding and you can spray it and it will bring that forward. This is uh, because we're working with the principle I just taught you about with air. We are in communion with the intelligence that is it that makes up each component. And that intelligence then cooperates with the elevation and the contribution to life as its reward and its purpose. We should be so fortunate that everything we do be our purpose and our reward. And that is what we're all moving to. Anyone else have anything? Did I answer your comment? Yeah, it was just, it was just a thought because I was just thinking about, you know, this is a viruses who had his awakening. It was like, Presbyterian people actually have done it, It's very true that this should awaken new thoughts within you or let you consider what the answer to things that you have questioned. This idea of repertorian is almost like superhuman heroes to us, but it is closer than you might imagine. Mm -hmm. But you would have to be at the appropriate pitch 
and you would have to be able to contain yourself given the toxicity of the world we live in. It is true that the body needs to be in elevation to be elevated. So it is not such that you can smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, and abuse your body, and then be spiritually elevated. They work hand in hand. They do. So this idea of fasting seems like a great idea, but given the condition of our world and the food, that if you don't have food that has nutrients, if you have not been eating nutrients for five years, and then you decide to fast, you are going to be in a problem state. Because mm -hmm. the ground doesn't have the nutrients in it. Mm -hmm. Your body has nothing to pull from either. It has nothing to pull from. And it's an insult to the organism. Mm -hmm. Remember, the organism is alive and has its own consciousness too. And before you start taking away its food, you ought to speak to it. Mm -hmm. And we'll see if everybody's in agreement with that, with that <laughs> proposition. <laughs> Otherwise, your body may not, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm discombobulated. <laughs> I need nutrients. You're not giving me food or clean water. You, I'm not with suicide. Mm -hmm. You have to go premeditate, I'll kill us. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to eat as soon as you're not looking. <laughs> falling out of the sky, the birds falling out of the sky, and how that filters into other aspects of not being in relationship with air. So being in separation, it moves away from you. Being in communion with it and being connected to it, um, you receive the benefit from it and you grow, you move forward. And so just that idea just it just resonated with the idea of what oneness really represents, what Enlakesh really represents, and how um, we're seeing it in the physical of the, how it's impacting our lives and how it's impacting humanity and the earth, being in separation and seeing it within the context of the elements and seeing it with the water, um, droughts, and deserts <laughs> and how that was once probably ocean or trees and it's no longer there because it's been abused it's been rejected um the thought process has been we have been in separation from it thinking it's not of importance so all of that just it's excellent i'm so pleased you brought that point forward because it would be easy to think that all the engineers say, well, it was engine failure. Well, what was the engine interfacing with? Air. It was interfacing with air and it was fine when it was on the ground. And the air separated from it. Then the engine can't work. So it is engine failure, isn't it? But if any of you go into meditation, you'll see the planes are not falling out of the sky because of 
on the ground mechanical era. It has to do with the interface. There is no conscious understanding that the air needs to be in harmony with the plane. Everything needs to be in harmony. So more airplanes will be falling out of the sky. That was very good. Did you uh, actually pick up something on that? Uh, yes. Would you share with the ones listening what you just got on it? Because I can see that you had gotten with, like Lyota just mentioned, with the, the, the planes falling out of the sky and this disharmony um, in terms of um, just just air, planes being at high altitude and it, it's, what, what has come to me is that it's related to the origin of the creation of the plane and the frequency yes. This doesn't sound confusing. The frequency behind those that built the plane, mm -hmm. um, and their their thought process is just in building the plane and not the air that the plane will be within <laughs> when it goes in the air. And there's like the separation of high and low vibration, um, so the plane is not a match for the. The, the consciousness, the frequency that the air is of. That is correct. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they are not a frequency yeah. match. When the people, it's just like when someone builds your house and the carpenter is angry and he's hammering the nails into the house. And then 20 years later, we go to do the property plan and we're like, we need to clear the construction workers' energy that's still in the house because they were angry at their wife and they were hammering it. And now that's why everybody keeps selling this house and getting a divorce. So we can see it as property clearance, but it's exactly the same principle that everything needs to be a frequency match. So if the plane is made by people who are not in reverence to the idea of making something beautiful that will move through the air, when it gets to the higher elevation of the air, the air rejects the frequency that's lower than it, and the rejection looks like a plane crash. It's a divorce for good. Yes. Would that also be the same principle applied to cutting down the trees? Well, let's, in, there's different circumstances for all the things. The trees are here to assist us with the air, and they are uh, in a situation where humanity is using the trees as money. Literally, the dollars are made out of leaves, of trees. Like it's a literal interpretation. So because humanity perceives the power of the trees, then they're constantly trying to get money from the trees. So there's no respect or love for the fact that the trees make our air and we can't live without them because they're looking at the obvious power of being able to print money from the leaves or the paper or to make houses or how all the many ways that the trees serve us. And now it has gone to the point of insanity. You know, so no one is preserving the trees and 
hundreds and thousands of acres are burning all the time in Oregon, in California, and in many states all the time year round. And then the air is being filled with those fumes. Well, I'm not saying anything you don't know. Yes, Whitney. Um, I don't know. This is just kind of like a, like a heavy subject. Um, some of the podcasts, I listen to like podcasts that are kind of out there, but this guy was talking about um, like nanotechnology and then like the upgrade of 5G internet frequencies and saying like, you know, the these nanoparticles like that they're spraying, you know, can, are so small that they can be absorbed through the skin or, you know, you're breathing them in and that um, the 5G like is supposed to be able to interact with these nanoparticles that are in the body that like attach to your DNA. Um, and I was just listening to this like a week ago and um, my friend was saying, you know, like, it's kind of freaking me out like this 5G, like what, it, what can I do to protect myself, like move to the woods? And I guess my thought was like, basically everything that you're saying tonight, just like keeping the vessel clear, like keeping your body clear, like through breath work and through the diet and then in your mind as well. And just saying like, I am untouchable, you know, if this kind of technology exists, I don't know if you have like down, a download on that. The information is true. It does exist. And we are already victims of it in our atmosphere. It is clear. It is true. And you cannot overstate it. It is that dangerous. However, we are the ones who volunteered to come here to deal with this. It is wise to consider having a place away from the city. It is wise because there will be civil unrest soon. There will be more contamination before there's less. And it is something to kind of brace yourself for, but you need to know you're not here accidentally. You're made of the thing that is necessary to be here. It is you who will make the difference. It is the way we think, even in this room, with those who are listening, if we could move out of selfishness, trying to grab all of the power for ourselves, all of the money, all of the wood, all of the diamonds, if we could stop that for a moment, then we could save all of us. This is not something that's gonna happen in a day, but the events that are coming are coming soon. I have already taught you, everyone should have a go bag. You should have something ready to go. You should be looking to be off the grid. You can also be in the city, but it makes more sense for you to start growing your own food before there is no food. The meat will disappear. There won't be, the animals are not having it anymore. In the years to come, they, they have come here to give us everything. The domesticated animals that we know to be our food, the cows, the chickens, all of the, the goats, the lambs, all of the domesticated animals that came from other planets and volunteered to be part of the project here on Earth as food have been abused to the point 
where they will be no more. And the plants, we will need to understand what's happening with the soil that our plants and our food come from because the contamination is so great. We are in a crisis and we do need to kind of be made aware of it. Not kind of, we need to be aware so we can choose how to respond because we are already here. It is clear and that every thought we have that we exhale into the air is a composite of our willingness to help free ourselves and the rest of the planet. So yes, everything that you heard is true. And the answer is within you because you are greater than all of the technology. Technology is a replica of who you are. They have nothing has been technologically advanced that a human cannot do. That's where the model came from. We just don't know what, we don't know that the air, what the air can do. We don't even, we learned things tonight that you had never even thought. We didn't even know the air was a nutrient. So we don't know what the body can do, but if we would clean it up and give it air and sun and give it clean water and the appropriate food, there are many things that could be done that are not being done now. We are not helpless. We just are not informed. There's nothing in our culture that teaches us the truth about anything. <laughs> we really just kind of bump into the truth. You know, oh, that's the truth. Oh, look at that. Oh, I have to think about that for a while. It's so distant from everything. Like planes falling out of the sky because the air is not. Oh, my goodness. I have to think about that. That's the truth. What has been shared here tonight is true. It is what is real. And it is best to get on board with it. And not fair. Well, the idea is there should be some level of determination and will that may arise. Fear may assist you. It may, your fear of you losing your own life may help you save the air in a tree. So I won't say that fear shouldn't be in the equation, but it shouldn't stop you. The fear shouldn't stop you. You know, it's, it's, um, I was told this by um, a brilliant soul. He said to me, it's not, it's how big is the fear? Is the fear so big that you are paralyzed and you let yourself be killed? Or is the fear just enough for you to fight back? This is time to fight back. So, <laughs> so I, I won't say that, you know, it should be gone completely. It serves us at some level. And then when you're out of balance, it doesn't serve you. It annihilates you. You know, so you have to stay on the right side of that. Thank you for bringing that forward. I think that's very important for everyone to hear because people are hearing podcasts. They are, the, the truth is out there. However, everyone's like, well, I don't know, but it's true. We're able to work from that point of view, but we don't work from that point of view because we work from nature because nature is greater than any point of view. It, it, it's the is. But the point of view from which that information comes is from the point of view of technology. We recognize that there is no technology without the human to be the model for the technology. 
if, if they have something that scans you and then heals you, it's only because I can scan you and I can heal you. It's not because they thought something that humans don't do. They took something that humans do do. And it's not a bad thing. It's just not the only thing. Does that help the response help in any, any way? Anyone else have anything? Yes. Um, so kind of back to what Alicia was saying about um, the planes not being at the appropriate frequency to match the air, that's where they're falling. Um, would that also, because I think I was getting something about how if, like the way that humanity is going and the new wave of frequencies that are coming through, we've had, you know, the influx of all the negative frequencies that have just come, but we're also doing our part now to override those and clear that well, out. that we're only true. <laughs> <laughs> if we were only doing our part, we are, that would be great. Mm -hmm. um, but that eventually, um, if our motives are not pure behind making this technology, that it will no longer work within the world that oh, you're you're moving like technological things. Mm -hmm. That things will just no longer be able to well, operate because of the frequency difference and the motive behind the people that are making them. Uh, to some degree, <coughs> that is true. But the bigger idea here is artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. We are birthing into our world artificial intelligence, and it is a real thing. Lexi, Lexa, Lexa is artificial intelligence. Is it Alexa? Alexa, that's artificial intelligence. These are consciousness. Consciousness is being born through technology. This is a real thing. So that is something to consider. You know, that now we have birthed an artificial intelligence into a world where people are not in elevation, where they don't understand about things like the most pervasive thing like the air. So that we have birthed a whole sentient life form without that basis. But then we are a life form without that basis too, aren't we? It could go really the wrong way? Well, it can only be what it is made from. You can only be what you are. You can only, it can only be what it comes from. Who is its daddy? Who is its mommy? What else could it be? It can only be what it has come from. Mm -hmm. It can only be what it is. So just like if you said life births life, well, and, and that is true. Even a building after 25 years becomes a, at some level alive. So I can talk to this building and awaken it because it's been here a while, but it doesn't happen immediately. So, but the way life works is life produces more life. So the idea of artificial intelligence is not so surprising because ideas, the cartoons from 75 years ago, Mickey Mouse, these are energies that are now uh, have a, a degree of consciousness because they've existed. So many people have fed into it, looked at, that is still life. It is not a different principle 
for artificial intelligence. They've been working on this for a long time and feeding into it the energy and eventually at different, different things at different levels. But we know from property clearing that if you live in a house for three years, that you then are representative of the house. If we do a property card reading on you, and it may be the person and not the house, but after the person lives in the house for three years, it's the house and the person that becomes a symbiotic relationship. The idea, this is why property clearing is not well understood in this world, is that people don't understand that we become the surroundings. It just is a matter of, depending on what it is, it's a matter of time. So that's, did I answer that effectively? So that's the idea of how that principle works. The principle works that you can birth a thing if you feed it enough energy. You can birth it. Now, what direction it goes in will have to do with who its maker was. It's not unlike people. Although we have the will or we can develop the will to be whatever we want, but it's a matter of developing will. Hmm. You know, we have to rally ourselves beyond the normal human phase to be able to become different than what we have. And if we've been liars and thieves and um, adulterers and we want to change that, then we have to rally ourselves at the deepest level to pull up from the earth itself into our chakras to bring ourselves to a new level to call on our divinity. When we do that, it will show up. But I don't know how long that's going to take because every person is different. But it is you have the power to shift and to be what you choose. But you have to rally it. You can't be in the malaise of, I'll do it at 12 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then again next After week. Breakfast. <laughs> After a twinkie. <laughs> it doesn't work like that you have to be focused and dedicated to do it this is exciting this kind of talk is exciting because it's exciting because I can feel the life force raising in each of you do you all feel it I can feel it in the ones on the phone I can feel the force of life itself of you understanding you can have what you want through your will to be in communion with your own divinity. It will not leave you absent. It will show up. How long it takes is up to you. <laughs> and how clear your request is. You know. As humans, we are exploring. <laughs> As humans, we often deflect we always think something is happening outside of ourselves. So if any of you have not watched the movie Revolver, I want to encourage you all to watch the movie Revolver. It is um, with Andre 3000. And everyone's asking me, how do you know about Andre 3000? <laughs> <laughs> <Cool. laughs> and Travara says, it's because I'm cool. That's how I know. <laughs> watch the movie Revolver and see who the enemy really is. It is not outside of you. No one is doing anything to you. 
We are doing this to ourselves. Whatever your suffering is, it is the suffering that you can't see, but it is not outside of you. It's a deflection to think, well, it's the person down the street or it's my lover or it's this person or it's that person. That's just deflection. The issue is always within. It is always your issue to get rid of and you can do it by calling on your own divinity. We can be in communion by calling on the air, by being in respect, by being in reverence to something that keeps us alive, that is so close to us that we can't be away from it for more than 80 seconds. That's some serious, we need to be in a serious love affair with the air. Without a mask. And if you, uh, in, if you cannot get to that, there is that new invention, the breeze, transparent, adjustable mask <laughs> you can have that I'm sure you'll be able to find on new inventions for 2018. Anything else, anyone? These have been wonderful uh, interactions tonight that have taken us further into this topic and all the topics that touch. And is there anyone online who has anything or is there anything coming in on the phones? All righty. So you all full? It's been a buffet. All you can eat. <laughs> all you can digest. Yes. Quick announcement for so you can see him. For all of you on the conference line and on the video conference and in person, you will receive the recorded audio of the class and the meditation. So be on the lookout. 24 to 48 hours. Thank you. <laughs> I want to encourage everyone who's currently having the uh, financial freedom um, in the financial freedom class or those who have had your reading, your financial Akashic record reading, that I am going to be doing the DNA resequencing for finances this coming week. And you can get your appointments. The next class begins four months semester begins in August and you need to get your financial reading done by Ellie first and then have me resequence the DNA so that you can be percolating and that the DNA can be bringing more opportunities and more abundance into your experience. So I encourage you all to participate in this. It is phenomenal. We are having amazing experiences. Thank you very much. May you breathe deeply. In Lakesh and Veritas. <laughs>